When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to our brand new Geekscape. I'm Jonathan and I've been doing this show for a very long time, nine years now. And uh, as we go into 2016, we're going to be bringing you more movies, video games, comic books, TV talk, and it's all genre. It's all uh, Geekscape as we uh, start going into the months before convention season. And I I think the first big one up is WonderCon LA. When is that? WonderCon LA I think is in April and then we got E3 and we've got Anime Expo and then we got San Diego Comic Con. If you guys are regulars at San Diego Comic-Con, the Geekscape booth will be in the exact same place it has been the last several years on the floor by Legendary and Konami. Come by, say hi, get a shirt, uh, get Will Sterling's autograph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you going to have a breakdown like a week before and go, I'm not going this year, that's it, we're done. Whatever we're done. you want. No, no, we are going to Comic-Con. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, uh, you'll find out more on Geekscape.net, but yeah, we're geeks. And we're also on the road to episode 400. That's right. <gasps> That's, that's, right. that's pretty. I, I know, yeah. Nine years? Yeah, we've been here since 06. We've been doing Geek the show. We've been doing a podcast since 06. And, how, um, how old were you when you started it? I, uh, I guess it was nine years ago. I was 25, 26. Wow. Dude, so, that's, that's commitment, man. Yeah. It's, like, it's either it's, commitment or intense boredom. <laughs> it's one of the two. For it's, nine years. It's probably right, both. Right. It could be like one of those things where, where it started off as like part of your, you know, the thing. Like it, it was part of your routine. Right, and it's something you do. Right, and then yeah, I was it's like, like a, it's like the gym. You know, I think ideally, I'll, you know, like here, here's the thing with Geekscape because we're, uh, we're like not going to the gym. We're like not going <laughs> to the gym. Yeah, that's obviously, when you contemplate anything for a long time, you're like, well, why do I keep doing this? But I think I would end up like that old dude in Shawshank Redemption hanging myself, where oh, I was like, Brooks. yeah, where I don't know how to live on the outside. Geekscape was. Does that here. make sense? And I'm like, yeah. oh, but uh, bagging that, groceries all sad. And that's shit. Will Sterling, my co-host, <laughs> and of course, we always have guest co-hosts every week on Geekscape and. Adi Shankar is our, our guest today. He's a uh, producer, and he's super genre, super geek, into all that stuff. And he spent last night watching the Royal Rumble. And then when he was done with the Royal Rumble, he went back and watched it again in slow motion and just kind of picked it apart, analyzed it. I'm kidding. You're a huge wrestling fan. Well, I mean, I, I, did, <laughs> I did watch the AJ Styles uh, debut a couple yes. of times. That was pretty yes. awesome, right? That was the one. I, well, I didn't watch the Royal Rumble, but Josh Jackson, one of our writers, this is how I watched the Royal Rumble. Uh, I checked Twitter. Yeah. In Facebook, uh-huh. and I see his posts, and the funniest thing I saw was, who's the guy who gets no love? Luther Reigns or whatever his name is. What's his Roman, name? Roman Ro- Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah, like the crowd that, just that shits meme. on there. It's hilarious. <laughs> so the meme, it, the meme was a picture of Roman Reigns. He's like, "What's that sound?" And it showed like AJ Styles coming out, 
and it's like, oh, that's what the sound of a crowd cheering for you because <laughs> you're over. It's like, oh, that's pretty dark. But yeah, it was weird because like, you know, I, I like since um, World Championship Wrestling and uh, World Wrestling Federation effectively merged, you know, merged yeah. uh, more like got gobbled up <laughs> yeah. by, world, uh, by Vince McMahon, um, you really haven't had like a like a big free agent kind of just roll in right i mean like you've got big comebacks like brock lesnar came back in 2012 like that kind of thing and those were like moments right um but this kind of reminded me of of when chris jericho jumped from world championship wrestling to the world wrestling federation back in the day and they they had the countdown clock and everyone was like oh is he coming is he not and he came out was at the royal rumble so people didn't know who the next wrestler was out and that's how they introduced him no, 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 no. Chris Jericho, he, yeah, he no. appeared on a yeah. Raw. Right, right? But, but last night, right. it was just one of the 30 wrestlers. We don't know who's going to come out of the back yet. Right. And then the the person that came out was AJ Styles. Yes. And it was a huge surprise to everybody. Um, well, I mean, there were I, rumors, I think like half probably. the crowd knew and the other half didn't. But, but right. still, I mean, the dude got like a like a full-on like you know o- o- like ovation from right. the crowd and, it, and what's interesting is... So is he won like, it, right? No. No, no. I mean, Triple dude, H did, of course. Of course Triple H won <laughs> But you enjoyed it. Um, you know what's interesting is I, I was really like pissed off at it at the end. I was just like, "What the hell?" Like Triple H, what, 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 this is terrible. Yeah. And then I started thinking, and I was like, you know, I I, I think I'm marking out here because it's just like I, I I I don't like the idea of the character Triple H winning, and that's sure. that was the kind of the point, right? Because he's like, he's the bad guy. Well, he's right. the bad guy. Yeah. And you're not supposed to like him. And I was like really mad. I was like, ah. Can I swear here? Yeah, yeah, like, of fuck you, Triple H. And I'm like, oh, that's the, that's the point. That's what they're going for. Yeah, they and want it, me to say fuck you, Triple H. And it actually sets up a lot of potential angles down the road, right? Because you have um, Triple H and, and and he's like kind of the king, yes. right? And now he needs Bro- to be deposed. Well, yeah. Now you got you got Brock, who who's going to want to dethrone him, who got kind of robbed. Uh, Bray Wyatt did not team up with him and attacked him, so it's like Triple H potentially versus the Wyatt family. Um, You've got John Cena and Randy Orton and Seth Rollins all potentially coming back. Randy Orton still wrestling? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah yeah. Um, and then you have. I thought uh, he had a health thing. Obviously Roman Reigns. Sure. Uh, who uh, was starting to get over until they right. tried to. Go they realized home. that it just the, the, well, the no, train wasn't just, picking up steam. You know it's 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 interesting because I was I was thinking about like why is this guy not connecting with the crowd in the way that they want him to. And right? remember when they would boo The Rock and they were like, Rocky, you suck and all that stuff and he was a nation of domination. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, well, that was before the nation of domination. I don't, I don't right? Know. Because yeah. he basically came out as Rocky Maivia. Maivia, that was it. This all-American like guy who was smiling and, it and didn't waving. Work. No, the crowd hated him. They kept being like, die, Rocky, die. And now he's the most successful wrestler of all time because um, Hulk Hogan signed everything off in his wife's name. <laughs> and is doing cash for gold commercials. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's the most successful pro wrestler of all time. Who would you say? We're gonna do this right here. Well, you know, I I wouldn't even put Rock in the pro wrestling thing in the he thing did because it so every well, no, no, he did it for a while, right? Yeah. But all of the success he's had post wrestling kind of eclipses at this point. The Rock. So you as take a that away from his success? I was, no, no, I'm just saying, his like personalities like, that that were launched by wrestling. He's got to be the most famous. I would. It's not even that he was necessarily even launched by wrestling. Wrestling was a platform. Sure. Right? Um, but then he went on to 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 do so many different things. Sure. At this point, you know, he's so far removed from the wrestling version of The Rock. But he still comes back every now and then and does yeah. his whole deal. Yeah. Yes, but it's it feels like an an actor. Sure. Going back Cameoing. and being like, well, I'm gonna play. Uh, yeah, it's like right, when, Rock, it's like when right? Arrow shows up. Totally. Right. You know, it's it's like it's literally like Arrow showing up in Was the he beginning dressed of up as the Arrow. He should have been. 
He wasn't. And Stephen Amell was not. Oh. Well, he had, a, he had a shitty hoodie. Sure. So there's that. Okay. Right. Um, um, but so I wouldn't say The Rock is is the most successful wrestler of all time because as a wrestler you're quantifying as, as a wrestler as a wrestler right? so that's I mean, got to be Hulk go, Hogan it's Hogan or Steve Austin it's one of one of the two um, and and that's just purely in terms of character right? I met Steve Austin at WrestleMania like after party once yeah. at the Sheridan at Universal mm-hmm. where I also met The Rock oh. and the Iron Sheik ooh and. Uh, and this is how I met Stone Cold Steve Austin. We were like getting there was like a buffet. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, they got shrimp. And he goes, yeah, there's some good shrimp. <laughs> yeah, it was good shrimp. And that was my conversation. With that Stone was it. Cold that was, that all. was it. He goes, yeah, it's good. And I was like, hey, cool man. Yeah, you from Texas? He said, yeah, hell yeah. And I was like, all right, that's some pretty good shrimp. <laughs> and like, then he walked away. No, we just kind of like, what the fuck? I don't want to talk to the guy. What am I going to be like? Hey, Stone Gold Crusher Ranch looks like quite a workout. I don't, I don't know what to say to these guys. I know what to say to my brother, and that's it. And my brother, I'll put it down right here because we're talking about the best of, mm-hmm. best Royal Rumble elimination of all time. I'm going to say Paul had the best Royal Rumble elimination of all time when Snitsky pretty much took his head off. You know, I'm just yep. gonna stand by that one because I I called him and thought that he was dead. <laughs> I was like, Paul, I just saw your elimination from Royal Rumble. Please, they took him off on a stretcher. They played the whole thing up. Get off the ledge. Please let me know that you're okay. And he never called me back until for like hours after the event. He finally calls me back. He's like, I was like, oh, dude, why don't you fucking call me? He's like, I'm at Applebee's with Brian. Everything's fine. <laughs> I'm at Applebee's where you go when you want to drown your sorrows and uh, no, he was doing good. Endless he, appetite. I love that oh, he's doing specifically well. Specifically Applebee's. Too. Yeah, it right. It was like, Applebee's. He was yeah. at, like, oh, I'm at, I'm at a meal. I'm not I'm eating. It's no. like, yo, I'm at Applebee's. He goes, he goes, well, I didn't call you because I'm at Applebee's with Brian, and we're just kind of hanging out. It's like, it's like the Applebee's makes it okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Keep in mind, the Being last time I is, saw him, yeah. It was, was on television. No, it was on a television oh. getting rolled in out on a stretcher. Commercial. Oh. <laughs> I, last time I saw my brother was we're getting rolled out on a stretcher after getting his clock clean in, in like a oh, Royal Rumble. Right. And then that's like, right. I, I don't, yeah. I, brothers worry. All right, let's talk about Addy. <laughs> big wrestling fan. But also big fan of basically everything, dude. Like you're making these bootleg fan films. And just going down it, it's like all the stuff we love. It's like Power Rangers, Punisher, James Bond, Judge Dredd. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Um, what are some of the other ones? Venom. Venom. The Venom one. Yeah, the, the French Way Venom one. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did the idea come from to start doing like... Because like, like, I can always read like on the internet what you're about, but it's like, ooh, what's your origin story? Like my origin Yeah, like what, story? what made you start being like, I'm going to make some of these bootleg like, fan like films. Like make fan films? Yeah. Was Hollywood failing you as a fan? You have failed. Yeah, city. well, kind of. You know, especially at that at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gotten better though, right? Like way better. Yeah. way better. I mean, look, I, I genuinely enjoy Arrow and and Flash. Like I kind of geek out over it. Yeah, it's like a you know it's a soap opera. I don't care. I love it. I, I love mm-hmm. it. I'm obsessed. You know what I mean? I absolutely just kind of dialed into that stuff. Um, like I. Uh, like they even had a they had a fan event like a couple of years ago for like a, an arrow flash the, the first time they crossed over. Sure. Like literally, I asked for. I got to go to that and I was like super pumped, right? And then and then they were like, hey, the you know the, the fans get to line up and ask questions. So I like lined up to like and the cast was sure. all there, right? So, um, so I line up and I'm just like getting all excited to uh to uh ask a question and and someone's like, hey, um, you you can't ask a question. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Cause you, did you have a special pass or something? No, 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 no. I, I literally went as a, I went as a fan, but they, they, I don't know. Someone like they recognized me and they thought I was like, I don't pulling know. rank. 
They thought mm-hmm. you were pulling rank and like some kid in a wheelchair is not going to be able to ask a question because you were no, 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 no. It wasn't that at all. It was just they. I, I think someone was like, hey, are you like, is this like a joke? Like you could literally just, just ask them. You're like, no, I want to know. Yeah. If right. Episode <laughs> I want to wait in line with the rest of the plebs. Right. And, and it's like, and the cast is in character, right? So right. it's yeah. like, it's like, I, I don't want to like get the Arrow guy's cell phone number and like text him and be like, hey, dude. So, you know, what's the what's the deal with it? I wanted to ask that's, you earlier. That, that's weird. Right? <laughs> in episode three, yeah. like, there's a moment off. where, did that mean right. anything? And right. Is it going to be a Because it's part of the later? experience of being a fan. Totally. Like, like, the cast is there, and they're in character, and you're, like, going up, and you're like, hey, man, so, uh, you know, what's the deal with Deathstroke? I mean, did, I mean, how did you have all these powers? Did you actually take Mirakuru, or did you not take Mirakuru? Mirakuru. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> jacked on Mirakuru. I usually am, but not as much as Will. We're going to come right back after the station ID. You're listening to Geekscape. We have a lot to talk about, so... Hang on to your podcast. Ah. Whee! Hey, Geekscapers, we're back. Eddie Schenker's in the studio, and um, thank you, Will, for liking mm. my Miami Vice t-shirt. Oh, you're welcome. It's, 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 it's delightful. You know, I just realized that uh, when you mentioned that, yes. the company I wrote Miami Vice for... Uh-huh. Uh, our good friends at Lion Forge, they still have an, a, like an annual I wrote. It's one of my favorite things that I wrote okay. when I was writing Miami Vice. And it hasn't been published. Oh, so, so I when think is I, the year? I don't know, but Carl, we've been talking about having that annual drawn, lettered, all that stuff, and included in a physical trade of right. of my Miami Vice issues. Yes. So I, you just reminded me to email them tonight and Do be it. like, guys... It's one of my favorite things I've ever written. Get moving on this. Let's go. If you want to have a business meeting, I'll be at the Applebee's. And I'll be at the Applebee's. This is going to stretch across the entire episode. Um, but yeah, I'm a big I'm a big uh, Miami Vice fan, so thank you. Uh, my wife and I just cleaned out all my shirts. But Dude, she let you keep that I got that a one. text that was like, we need to have a talk. And it was just a picture of all my fucking shirts like on the bed. This time it was There's not There's way too many of them. And she's like, we got to thin them out. And I was like, I'll have oh, that talk with myself shit. periodically. Well, I don't have the ability to do that. Um, so how do you pick your like fan projects, the ones that are like going to go into the bootleg universe? Like, how do you do that? Do you do it based on need? Do people come to you? Like, what happens? No, 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 no. It's just it's generally like actually, I I was going to quit um, in twenty fourteen. Yeah. You'd end up like that old man in Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. Brooks. Uh, I actually haven't seen Shawshank. Redemption. Oh, okay. it, was, it was uh, we were <laughs> supposed to re- uh, we were supposed to watch it for uh, a class in in high school when I was living in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. Uh, I refuse to, you know, like, it, like if the teacher was like, "Hey, you need to watch this," I'd be like, like "Oh, no, you were no, like anti-establishment." Yeah, I was always anti. I'm not reading of my. So did you men. grow up in Hong Kong or like what happened? Um, mainly in Hong Kong. Uh, but it was Hong Kong, Singapore. Uh, born in India, and even within India, it was Calcutta, um, Madras, and Bombay. So what brought you to L.A.? Uh, I wanted to escape. Uh, re- like, like genuinely, I, I, I came to America by myself when I was 16. You gotta see Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> really? Yeah, is dude, that what it's about? Yeah, yeah or, it's about a dude who's wrongfully, he's wrong, like Tim Robbins is wrongfully thrown into prison, and he has to think about how to get fuck get out. Well, wait. Oh. And Morgan yeah. Freeman's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, you we got you. And a different, you must get, get out. Get busy living. Yeah, yeah. Busy yeah. Dying. <laughs> like we do, we gotta see it. Movie yeah, night. We should, we movie night at the movie London. Night. Oh, uh, Shawshank yeah. is a good one. Uh, and now you'll get the references that when you're not in jail, you might as well be back in jail. Because <laughs> right. you don't know how to live on the outside. And I would not know how to live on the outside if I stopped Geekscape. Um, but, but yeah, but I mean, you come I, to I, LA, you're 16. No, no, I didn't come to LA when I was 16. You were sold to LA. I, I uh, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, 100 years too late for that. Yeah, um, so you left. So I, I moved to Rhode Island. Okay. Whoa. Whoa, hotbed. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. that about? 
You you moved? To, did you go to Brown? Like what? No, what, it was you a, it was like a Rhode school. I went to Northwestern in Chicago okay. right after that. Um, but it was just kind of in between. Um, like when I first moved here, it was just in between in between right. stuff. Right. Where were you was running like high from? School. Pardon? You were you running from? Um, you know what? You what's said really, escape. No, no I'm seriously, just actually, I'm I'm half joking, but I'm really right. not. Um, you know, I, I think when you when you kind of exist outside of the box, and I, uh, on, on any level, right? Um. In America, they kind of embrace you, right? They, yes. They, they, they tell you, oh, hey, you're kind of weird. Ha-ha. You're a maverick. But cool, right? Like, you look at the people that, that American society goes, yo, this person was dope. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Steve Jobs. Like, these are all, like, mavericks, right? Sure. Um, or at least people who thought differently or did something different or, or dared to defy the authority figures. Or, I love or the, the, I love the idea of, of Brian Grazer because he's always looking at ways to disrupt. Totally. He's like, like totally. that's his big thing. He's like, what about this will disrupt some... So, and, uh-huh. and he may make like some Hollywood sure. stuff that you yeah. might feel is... But that's that's the Ron Howard, how do we make it work for a white audience right. part of him. So he balances the two, but his approach is always, how do we... But what about this is disruptive? Yeah. yeah. Um. So the places I came from, that didn't exist. Like, <laughs> like if you were if you were thinking in that mindset... It was all conformity. Well, it's not like conformity. Like you get thrown in jail for 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 disrupting. Sure. Like disrupting is not a good thing. It's not like oh wow you were so innovative. It was like how dare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know it, it it's 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 an act of disrespect. Sure. Right. Um, and these cultures are are built on a foundation of respect your elders, respect authority, mm-hmm. follow, don't you know don't no get don't don't question don't yeah. don't. Uh, it's like they live, and you were you were. Uh, Right. Rowdy Roddy Piper, dude. You just well, I mean, I, that, I all out of bubble like, gum. They live was a was a seminal thing for me to see. Mm. Oh. It was like they live in the Matrix. Okay, so I watched both of them, uh, kind of uh, a year apart, mm-hmm. uh, off of you know a friend's sure. recommendation, and I went, man. Uh, well, I, I need to, you know, I was like, I was like, I'm living in a in a paradigm very similar to what these characters are going through. Right, mm-hmm. um, and so breaking out of it, and so I mean, Rhode Island is a pretty Rebellion. I'm fucking no. Rhode Island. No, but you know, so really, really, I I, I move here, and then all of right. a sudden, you know, you see, and that's why actually why I love love wrestling so mm-hmm. much. Um, um, it's it's because you know it was around that time that the characters started like kind of rebelling on a meta level in the show. Yes. Right. Yes, we're all about the counterculture. Right. Well, before they all like wanted the belt, and they were like, "Oh, I just want to be the greatest champion ever." Right. right. Then you get Stone Cold, who's just like, "I can give a fuck. I can give a fuck. I just want to. I drink beer and throw <laughs> right. like, hell yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's amazing that not I'd only eat some shrimp, <laughs> you know, go to the Applebee's. <laughs> like, you don't get a character like that. Period. Period. Anywhere else. Right. You, that just doesn't exist. That doesn't happen. Right. Except Donald Trump. And and so so would you say, and I'm going to attach this, to, um, I'm going to make the parallel, would these bootleg films are kind of your way to disrupt uh, the Hollywood rights holders and be like, guys, if you're not going to make something cool with this, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I, I actually haven't psychoanalyzed why I'm doing I'm do, this. Right? I'm doing it right now. Don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. that could be it. I mean, that it actually uh, could be the example. But that's but, what but I'm I, thinking. But, I'll, but, I'll, but, but I will say this, right? I was going to quit. Uh, Making in, them. In, no, no, no. I was going to quit Hollywood in 2014. I was done. That's only a year and a half. You may still do so. So, <laughs> in, in 2014, I made a. a I, I don't remember when it was. It was specifically end of February. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, Lone Survivor and the Voices. Lone Survivor was in, in theaters, and uh, the Voices was uh, was playing at Sundance. And these are right? movies that you executive produced. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, on IMDb it says you executive produced Lone Survivor. Uh, some movies I love. Uh, I love Dread. 
Yeah. Dress the yeah. shit. And I mean, executive producer, like it, that role could be maybe you're the I mean, money well, guy, well, maybe you're yeah, the guy who did this. Well, like it could be cre- anything. It, it, could, it could literally be anything. Like I think, right. I think from uh, executive for the producer voices, is such a loose term. Like for the voices, like I, I kept going back and forth. Like, hey, what credit do I want to give myself? Right. Like at, at one point, I nearly even removed my your name, name. removed my name from it. Period, because I didn't care because I was also acting in the film. Sure. Right? It starred uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Anna Kendrick. Um, and. I, I guess what ended up happening is that the, the you know the PG the, the, the for the, those who are listening who don't know the, there's a thing called the Producers Guild of America mm-hmm. which is a, a whatever organization for the longest time but so added did, this, I'm guessing like, you did not go to the award show on Wednesday no I did not <laughs> or on, but, Sun, on um, they added they added that PGA Stampy yeah. thing you know they added an actual Stampy thing at the end of your name they're yes. like they're like yeah there are all these people with names on this shit but if we Stampy thing you right you're the you're the guy so then they yeah. they send me a letter being like congratulations. You're getting stampy thing. Oh, yeah. So, so every time you show up thing. in the credit, you're gonna have stampy thing. Right. Even in the in the building block, it's like Addie Shankar stampy thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I like getting stampy thing. But why? But, but that, this of. all sounds positive. I do not know yet why the mindset was I'm quitting. I, I had enough. I was done. Uh, I was completely stressed out. I uh, had no semblance of a of a personal or or social life. What were the uh, things that were stressing you out? I mean everything, man. It's like it, it, in vague terms, please. I'm kidding. You're, you're <laughs> using vague terms, but like, like what, what aspect of it? Because um, the voice is tanked. Well, the voice is tanked, but brother, that's what happens when you step to the table. The the a lone survivor award, Big hit. like it was nominated for a couple of awards. You've got Dread, which the fans critically loved, and granted, like I went to see it in the theater. I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I love that movie, and I'm the person who feels like, I mean, like many who wish Alex Garland got a chance to do his Judge Deaths in the mm. next two movies, and hell, at this point, I'll take the graphic novels that's been rumored. I mm. thought Dread was fucking note for note badass. Yeah. Loved it. Um, I'm just going to go down the line. Um, Walk Among the Tombstones was the best overlooked movie that year. Yeah. I love that movie. Do you love that movie? Or was it like a hard memory for you? Was it a tough no, that time? Was, that was not, no. no. Walk Among the Tombstones, if you guys haven't seen it, is was the movie that I feel uh, was hurt by all the Taken sequels. Right. So people were like, Liam Neeson, yes. Smeeson. But that but was the m- money. That and Run All Night were the Liam Neeson movies that were good. Oh, Run All Night was good. Run All Night was good. So Liam Neeson made Taken, and then all of a sudden the Taken train was leaving the station, and all right. we got was tra- Taken sequels. And so people may have felt a little bit of malaise about it, but Run All Night and Walk Among the Tombstones were fucking awesome. Huh. And The Grey, I just yeah. want, I just want an ending on The Grey. I was so the person survives. in the theater who was like, "He survives." ¿Qué pasó? Did you stay till after the credits? Yeah, I well, I see the like the, the still shot of the breathing and this and that like after the credits, but um, brother, I think we I think I think that ad campaign really promised us we'll fight. Yeah, that's what I thought. There was, and, and, I haven't and, seen and, it. And were you frustrated that at the end of the movie there was no wolf fight? Me? Yeah. No. You like that ending where it's like the audience gets the wolf fight in their mind or what? Because you know what I'm talking about in the gray. I, I know exactly just, yeah. what you're talking about. And Tom Jane said the exact same thing to me yeah. after because um, uh, you watch he, the gray. He he's my, running uh, at the wolf. Wolf runs totally, at him. Totally. And then no, Tom Jane. I was like, I was like, I was like, Tom man, like what? And, and um, you know uh, Dermot Mulroney's character. Yeah. Um, Tom Jane almost played him. Played him. And, and Frank uh, Grillo's in it. I fuck. I think and, the gray right up to the ending is fucking and, awesome. And then you're like, get uh, off. And then we shot Dirty Laundry two days after the the gray, okay. right? Actually, the same DP from the gray shot Dirty Laundry. Okay. Uh, Dirty Laundry for those of you who don't That's know, the is, uh, is the sure. Punisher fan film we did. I did with Thomas Jane. Tom was like, hey pal, uh, you know, I really dug the movie, but uh, 
really wanted to see a fight at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, uh, I oh, heard a funny. rumor that the fight was filmed. Is that a, is that BS? I, I, I'm hearing music. <laughs> oh, this guy, he's taking the out. But we're not going to let him squirm away that uh, that easily. Uh, this is Geekscape. We'll be right back with Eddie Shankar. And perhaps the answer to that question, but you know what? It's Hollywood, so we'll see what he wants to do. We'll be right back on Geekscape, guys. <laughs> hey, we're back on Geekscape. Hey. Hey, we're back on Geekscape. Well, I mean, we're here on T Radio B, and, and, and I was like, I, I can maybe hear it in my headphones, so I'm just going to keep saying hey until we get it. Uh, all right, so Eddie sidestepped the question I've had for many years about the gray. Yes. Whether or not that final fight scene between Liam Neeson and an animatronic wolf was filmed. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a sidestep. I call it more of a of a devastating counter. <laughs> well played, fatality. All right. So that question is going to be out there in the ethos, and you geekscapes can talk among yourselves. Yeah. On whether or not that happened. Um. And uh, obviously the fight narratively happened. Sure. It narratively happened. Yeah. I didn't see the movie, but I'm going to continue to narratively like, be like yes. Uh, and I, of course, I, I respect. I mean, I think Joe Carnahan. I'm the guy who liked his A team. Like, I, like, I think Joe Carnahan's really damn good. I like him. Uh, and I also like uh, Smoking Aces. Dude, Stretch is awesome. Smoking Aces is the shit. Smoking Aces is great. Stretch is awesome. I actually loved Smoking Aces. I thought, yeah. I thought, like, like, I think it came out in this in this weird era, right? Where if you made a genre movie, it was going to get shat on. It sure. didn't matter how good it was. Because Running Scared and Smoking Aces, I think, are two. Oh, I love Running two, Scared. They both have 30s on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. 30s. Oh, That's horrible. No, Dude, Running Scared Aces, is like one of my favorite movies. Running Scared is like one of those movies that I know I saw in the wrong way. Okay. And I don't recall how I saw it, but I just know it didn't, it never hooked me. Okay. And I've been, and everyone has told me I'm wrong about that movie, and yep. I'm totally ready to admit that I'm wrong about that. That movie. is the most tense I've ever been watching a movie ever. Is that the fucking hockey scene? Hockey scene. Mm. I was like, yeah. like I couldn't. I remember I just sitting couldn't that sit and there and being and like, be why, still. The, why do the character make all these decisions? The decisions, you know what I mean? Like when the character I never makes one, that. yeah. But it's all good. I respect people who respect it, even though. Uh, if you're the first person who says, let's agree to disagree, I think you're a giant quitter. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but the, this whole idea of quitting, Addy, that's not very disruptive of you. The, no. belly, the belly of the beast is no, where you well, got the No, well, I, I was monster. like, you know, the way I looked at it is I wanted to go to graduate school. Mm-hmm. What would you have studied? Um, I, I didn't know. Uh, I, at first I was going to say, you know, business because my, my, my mom and dad were just giving me a hard time about like, you know, because uh, I'm Indian and we're very like education oriented. Sure. And they were like, you know, you haven't done a higher education. Um, this movie thing's cool, whatever, but go to business school. Mm-hmm. So finally I'm like, I'm going to business school. I'm going to apply. And my dad pulls me aside and he goes, uh, look, uh, you know, we just needed somebody to give you a hard time about, like, don't go to business school. Right. Do what you that want was to just, do. That was not, no, no, he was, he was actually saying that's bad advice. Yeah. Like we didn't actually, we, you weren't going to go. So we were saying that as something to, you know, berate you about. Mm. Uh, Cause it's like that reverse psychology. They know how you work. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like the Indian parent. They're in your mind. Not in your mind, but in your I wasn't mind. raised by Indian parents, and I have an Indian parent in my mind. Do you? Mm, no. But I get what you're saying. Any Indian they, they recognized that you were that personality, and they were right. like... Well, yeah. So, yeah. you know, he was like, you know, think about politics. Think, uh, you know, working for some, you know... Um, 
Just find a passion. Something yeah. else, right? Yeah. And I, I just kind of lost it in, 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 in movies. I just I stopped caring. I thought the whole system was corrupt. But it was only because this this one movie. No, but it was a, it was a buildup of a lot of things, man. It was a buildup. You know, it's like it's like if I were to go to every detail, um, it, it'll sound like. And I'm sure it's tons of stressful, but you're right. You're it, in the stress, middle of a web that is stretching at you. It's like yeah, pulling at you. it's pulling at me, and you know, it's it, it's it's more than stress. It's also like you know. Uh, 50% of the job ends up being politics. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm, like, not political. I'm just not a political person. I mean, that, look. Th- well, th- how do you approach it? Well, now now I do, you know, digital-based stuff. So it's, it's And I think the ecosystem has changed in the last year and a half to account for uh, the shifting habits of how people are consuming entertainment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Um but, you know, you go back to 2014, it was still like movies were perceived as being on top and, and, and TV was just still, you know, gaining ground every year. Um, so, yeah, and I made a list of three things that I wanted to do before I left. I was like, I have a year before I leave. Mm-hmm. One year. I was like, I, I'd like to, to uh, act some more. I, I really enjoy the experience of acting. I never got to do it because I didn't really want to play the terrorist. So it limited my my uh, my options as an mm-hmm. actor mm-hmm. um and uh that was one number two is like look i've always wanted to do this like dark power rangers thing i'm a huge power rangers fan um uh, so i'm gonna try to make that and i had one other goal sure um, what was that you don't recall it or is it silly? i don't i actually don't remember was what it, a it was no it wasn't a girl okay was it a dude it was not a dude either okay. no right. it could have been but what if he's just like accomplished? Um, no, and then the you know then the Power Rangers thing kind of happened, and the it was Power cool. Thing happened, and it, it happened. Huge. We did it. No, but it, 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 at the time it didn't feel like it was going to be huge. It was more like, hey, this is. It, it was more about like I wanted For this you. thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is what I wanted to see. Like, I, I think as as when when you're creating art, whether it's a movie, whether it's a painting, whether it's a whether it's a podcast, mm-hmm. whether it's a comic book. You don't really know how people are going to respond to the art and uh, and the ideas in it. And I think the moment you're trying to shape that and influence that and, and trying to, to guess how it's going to be perceived, you're not actually making art. You're making like yeah, you know, design you're making, manipulation. That's right. Just like, totally. Like, you're complete, not actually you're not actually making a statement. The sincerity is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. You're you're yeah. just making a product. Yeah. And I was so done making pro. I've never made a product, but like. I wasn't going to start. And you were getting shoehorned into the machine of becoming, Absolutely. not only making them, but becoming one. Yeah. If I write your role, will you act in it? I, I would love to. I love acting. Um, and then I did, I, I acted in two right. indie movies back to back. I had a great experience, right? Right. Um, what were those? Uh, one was called Get the Girl. It's uh-huh. uh, it's by this uh, this young writer director. Um, I say young, we're the same age. Right. Because um, doesn't that drive you crazy sometimes? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> whoa. Um, <laughs> His name's Eric England. He mm-hmm. he did a his his previous film was called Contracted. It was a body horror movie about a girl. It's like a zombie movie. Sure. But she gets an STD and that's what starts the <laughs> thing. Um, I think I've seen that on Netflix. I think I saw. No that no no yeah yeah it was a it, it was it was a I huge... think I saw that in college. <laughs> yeah. And the second one was called uh, uh, For All Eyes Always. It's uh-huh. a it's a it's a it's a spy thriller that's kind of part spoof part serious. So you cut to um, the CIA and they're actually making a reality show about their spies in order to like improve their perception. Sure. And in the movie, they actually hire me like Adi Shankar. 
like, as a the, PR person. Well, no, like, to, to, yeah. to produce the show, right? So I play, so, end up playing like the douchey. I like talking the third person the whole time. So Eddie, <laughs> like, is the answer to this whole thing that maybe it was just like let's scale it down, let's do something that's manageable that it that feels more you, and these sound like smaller projects for which you got more out of absolutely and that's what it really became about for me and and has continued to be about for me right i'm um you know it, it, i i stopped being attached to the outcome right um because the outcome is a hundred percent driven by ego yeah it's not about you no the outcome's not about you you're part of this thing and and, and there's too many variables that are not called you. There's a million Absolutely. variables that you can't control. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, part of it comes from being laughed at when you're younger and you have creative aspirations. And uh, when you're from a, a, and it could be from anywhere. You can, you can, you can be from a small town. You, you can were be laughed from a, at. Uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, every creative person I know was laughed at no at some comment. point, right? Because you, you, if you say like, hey, I want to yeah. write a book, they're like, how dare you? How right. dare you think someone could, you know, read your book? Uh, if you if you if you're a painter, you're 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 laughed at. It's almost like as a creative person, you're only taken seriously mm-hmm. when you become George Clooney or Tom Cruise right. or Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, but you better that's have, my yeah, favorite. You better have a backup. My, my favorite question what's your backup when for acting? people say uh, for acting. Yeah, what's your backup? Nothing. Exactly. That's how I know it's, it's real. like exactly. But like, like I, when I'm at parties, people go, "What are you doing?" I go, "I'm an actor," and they go, "Oh, what have I seen you in?" What? What have you seen me? I don't know. Like, and then you list off like a couple of things that they probably haven't yeah. seen. They're like, oh, I haven't seen those. Yeah, and it's like, actually, like, hey, well, no, do, and I, you know, yeah. I, and then there's I, that look I of like, hate that. Then you're not a success as well yeah. because I, uh, you know, I actually just completely changed my. I cut my hair, and yeah. you know, I, when I, I don't, I don't go to parties with the face paint on, right? Why well, mm. go to parties? <laughs> That's my like, approach. Is like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a normal human, right? You know, most of the time. Sure. Yes. So, but this is the, this I'm, is for wrestling. This is for geeks. Right. Yeah. You gotta show up. Um. So, I hate that too. I'll yeah. go to parties and someone will be like, uh, be like, hey, so what do you do? I'll be like, yeah. no, Will. What you say is, what have I seen you in this shirt? And if you're lucky, you. Let's see me. Don't say it. that. If you're lucky, you'll see me out of it. Too. Well, it, it's, like, hey, it's, it's an odd. <laughs> see, here's the thing. It's weird. It's, a, it's an odd thing because basically, what's and and it's you can't blame validation. the other. Right. Totally. It's like just bullshit totally. validation. Yeah. What yeah. someone is basically saying is, are you worth the time that I'm spending to talk to you right now? Right. Absolutely. Right. Please justify my time on yeah. this planet. Yeah. And it's like. With Motherfucker, another, I with can't help you with that. Actor. It's like, what yeah. have you done? I can't help you with that. I can't help you with the fact that you decide to do this for the next minute. Well, of like, your you life. know, I, I think uh, that's you know, more to do it, with to, the vacuous to, nature of your life than it does with me. Right. Like, totally. And to get a little, little uh, deeper on that, I, I think a lot of this um, ego-driven, vapid vapidity that you know, sure, has become that. commonplace. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's an actor, so he surrounds himself with it. It's almost volunteer. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. You know, I, I just think a lot of it's a byproduct of um, the way we've – basically starting from the late 70s, how, how um, things started being marketed to children. Well, we celebrate the wrong things. And you're talking about – are you talking about the shrinking of the attention span based on the road from Sesame Street to MTV to advertising? And that's what we led our – put our kids on? No, I'm, I'm talking about – No, no. The, the consumerism is is, is – uh, it's a symptom. See, I think the consumerism is a symptom. You're right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. It, it's it, it's not like oh, we have a problem that's consumerism. Right. I think what we have a problem is is when a kid is you know uh, five or four, they end up going to some sort of school, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that school, you're among other people like you, and at some point, some TV ad or maybe it's a YouTube clip or someone, some company comes to you, effectively, and, and says, hey, if you look this way. 
dress like this, say these words, have these brands, you are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will be better. Right. Yeah. And it's companies like Abercrombie, but right. it's more than that. It's oh. it's basically the subtext of all marketing. Even I, I remember watching this Nintendo ad where the whole genesis of the ad was this yeah. kid, you know, he's playing uh, Nintendo and the cool kid in school wants to be his, his, his friend now. Right. You know, it, right. it, it's that Didn't happen mindset. To me. <laughs> That's true. I went to the Nintendo. So I, cha- I went to the products. Nintendo Championship and I just got my butt kicked. More <laughs> uh, guys, if you want to keep being uncool, keep listening to Geekscape because you know what? We were here first, and we're gonna keep being here, especially right after this commercial break. We'll be right back. Love you. All right, Geekscape, as the conversation's gotten interesting and it's going to keep going because we're talking about this whole thing that, like, this fabric that makes us geeks. And I, and I think what we're really talking about is, here's the thing, in my opinion, is that uh, we're all finite. And we and, our, and by finite, I mean, yes, we're only here for a short period of time, uh, you know, and you can always believe in an afterlife or this and that, but you understand that this material existence that we live in is this. Sure. But then there's that also, while we're here, there's only so much you will ever properly know another person. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It could be the closest person you have in the world. Right? Yeah. So you can know them as well as you know anybody, and you still will never know them that well. So I think what we actually do is knowing that there's, there's that separation, right? Mm-hmm. We end up boarding ourselves up. And in the boarding up, we look for ways to uh, protect ourselves. Okay. And we're, we, that's where you allow to be told the things that will, A, protect you from being yourself, mm-hmm. which is which means if you're yourself, you're never going to make that connection. Does that make sense? Sure. Absolutely. If you're yourself, you're never going to be one of a group. Right. So we look for things that will make us part of that group, and in doing so, it's only this perpetuating cycle of separation. And, oh my God, in doing so, I've only gotten more separated from the whole I wanted to be a part of, and so forth and so forth and so forth, when really we should just admit one thing. Guys, they give us the same going away present at the end of this little trip. Mm -hmm. It's six feet deep. It's covered in dirt. No. So just enjoy it till you get there. (laughs) Just keep going. Are you going jettisoning my body? You're not going Viking? Into the sun. Oh. I might go Viking. Okay, I'm like, going like Viking? future Viking. Yeah, I might go like put Send me on a boat, into, like, wait, and then and then shoot. shoot. Yeah, put me on a boat, put yeah. my body on a boat, Set on fire, and then like shoot. No, shoot an arrow, shoot an arrow. That's right. And put me on fire. But is, is that a Viking thing? I, I think it's it like a Viking a thing. Game, Game of, of Thrones? Thrones thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they borrowed it from the Norse. Did they? You know what they do too? That you can you can get yourself either you can get your ashes put in a seed, okay, and then you become a fucking tree. I would like to be a tree. Yeah, that's that's cool. And then I want to be a Christmas tree. You can also get your ashes mixed in with false coral that okay. is put into the ocean and part of an actual reef. Oh. So you can have fish swimming through you and stuff like that. Sweet. All I'm you saying, You can also folks, upload your consciousness onto a hard drive. That's right. And like that Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, the well, hard drive. Well, not like that movie because that because that <laughs> movie like didn't he become evil? Like uh, I think it, I think yeah. My friend, like, like, Jack, I love how my how, friend Jack Paglin wrote that movie. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. Sorry, Jack, I'm trying to remember uh, the name of the movie. You, you know what I you know what I think is hilarious about yeah. most movies, right? Because Hollywood is built on technology, right? Yes, like whether yeah. it's visual effects or or, or camera. And mine is like a, mine's like a two meg thumb drive. My consciousness. <laughs> Why is every movie? about technology so technophobic yeah right everything and so like weird you know? like stiff sounding 
right. like the technology of it. it's like we have to upload the to the mainframe and cross reference the data. Was but even like, even to the point the like, like 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 wasn't Cherry two thousand pretty much about like embracing technology? Oh no, she was just well. A sex well you know you know why you know what my 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 theory is and as to why Terminator doesn't work anymore because there's nineteen bad sequels. Mm, yeah, but I think the sequels kind of road we yeah. deal well, with the fear of technology in better ways right yeah. right like if all of a sudden like the bad guy is not the cloud like you you are becoming self-parody right sure. right like the terminator movie what if the terminator movie was from the standpoint of the machines yeah. being like these humans are assholes like they keep fucking our shit up right and like they're traveling through time disrupting the timeline yeah in order to like disrupting save evolution. themselves they right. keep fucking everything up yeah. right like that is an interesting take on this number. Yeah. Like like having another chase movie. I'm sorry, I just recently no, watched Genesis, but I, I got uh, halfway through and I was like, nope. Yeah. I I was siding with the machines the whole time. <laughs> I was like, it's not a pleasant. Experience. I was like, yo, hold up, hold up. The cloud is the evil now. Like yeah. like, are you are you serious? It's like, not a pleasant experience. Serious. No, and like and the cloud. To, to the credit. Uh, the cloud. They seriously, took, the cloud. They took the follow up to Genesis off the release schedule. I, over at, I at, at Fox. they were like, no, we're not going to do, do this. Very well. well, I mean, yeah, yeah, because you got to wait till you know the cloud too. Like, you know, the the clouds everywhere. It's now in the air. Like right. Wi-Fi. It's like, oh, Wi-Fi is evil now. You know, the Wi-Fi, like wherever the Wi-Fi hotspot goes, gonna give that's you where the Terminator is going to come from. Corner. You know what I mean? It's like, just admit it, guys. We're addicted to this technology, and you know what? Like this thing you're listening to the podcast on, right. it's a part of you, and we're a new organism. In the 80s you and know, early like, 90s, new like it so worked because all these things were like new. Yeah, it's like and the mainframe. Were, totally, and they right. still yeah. weren't. They still weren't integrated. You still had but to like stop like, to use a computer. You had to find a computer to do it. Now computers yeah. are literally attached to us. Because that's you know, what they're saying yeah. is like they could become like this, but now right. they are already like. Right. That. So what are we gonna be afraid of? Yeah. They no, should no, make no. a Terminator where they take him away. <laughs> or like, wait, what do you mean we're gonna have to use a calculator? Yep. Wait, what? You're taking what? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the, the Terminator should be like, I'm gonna get you with this abacus. Calculator. You know what's? You know what I find? <laughs> you know what I find totally fascinating about this? Um, this whole like technological revolution that's really happened over the last few years, yeah. right? In 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 a, in a pervasive way, right? right? I love talking to old people because they'll be like, oh, these kids these days, you know, they uh, they're always on their phones and they're never paying attention to the real world. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like you are focused on like eating dinner. They're eating dinner, texting ten people, mm-hmm. answering their emails. Like are are interconnected to the to the universe in a way that you simply aren't and never will be. We're a right. new organism. Like, what That's are you the argument. talking this about? The, real world. the argument is we are a new organism. They're going to find pockets of our brain that we have uh, used unlocked. Other, well, it's like okay, so 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 these um. Historians found skulls off the coast of South America okay. that had the ear holes closed. Human skulls, ear holes closed because that culture dove for their food. And through generations, oh, they would dive evolution. deeper and deeper. Okay. And it got to the point where they, their ear holes literally were closing over because yeah. they knew that for sustenance they would have to do that. I'm sure we're, we're going to find a place several generations down the road where our brains are just different. Yeah. Like in the cavities that the house our brains I mean, are just gonna be different. They might be shrunk. I mean, do, do, do you really shrunken, do probably. you really want to talk about this? Because we we've well, got you know we've got brain augmentation around the corner, right? <laughs> at that point, that might be the only thing that saves me. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, at that point, uh, memories and uh, wait, Justin, I don't know what you're doing. Is it t- two minutes to the end of the show? Two minutes to the end of the show. It's like, man, the show just started, bro. They cut the show short. <laughs> the show like, every just week. started, bro. Like literally, I, we we're gonna send the Terminator it? back in time. Oh, hey, oh that, yeah. It's like not Matt even. Smith. It's not even 7:47. He's like another. I was like, man, Adi, we're just gonna have to come to your house and do another podcast. <laughs> totally. We can Netflix and chill. What? Look for it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch Shawshank. Who said that? Who said that? Uh, guys, I'm gonna have to do me. a follow up, <laughs> a follow up podcast for 
There's, Guys, Netflix and, and, and chill Addy, is not... we can what, talk about this. If we what? do another podcast, we can talk about this stuff. Absolutely, we, we should. We should talk about this. Um, I love talking about this stuff. I want to talk Pokemon with you real quick, because they just released the Let's commercial for the Pokemon 20th anniversary Super Bowl ad. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for Pokemon Go. The commercial for the ad. Yeah. Okay. And so I got to tell you, like, on Google, it said that there was a Craigslist posting for an art director for another one of these bootleg shorts, Ooh. but it was Pokemon-based. And your name was attached. What? What is up with you in a Pokemon bootleg? Did you just leak that? No, it was, it was on Craigslist. Whoa, what? <laughs> there was a Craigslist what? ad that has been pulled that said, I am an art director for an Adi Shankar bootleg what? short okay, film, Mon and it was Pokemon. Movie. What? Wow. Be straight with us. Wait, what is Craigslist? Don't fuck with me. What the fuck is this Craigslist? This guy with me. Wait, were you looking for hookers on Craigslist? I and then you, for yo, you were looking, looking for hookers looking, on was... Craigslist. I know you, okay? <laughs> I, wanted yo. to buy, I wanted to buy a little kid to do You're my dishes. Craigslist killer. And happy endings are the same thing. All right, Shut bro? <laughs> Seriously. God. He's doing the finisher sidestep on this one. <laughs> that um, was called the RKO, verbal. Verbal RKO. Finish! <laughs> um, we did not talk about so much, but it's all on geekscape.net, or at least most of it. I wanted to make fun of... Several things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geeks can, can you, you, can you download episode. this song on iTunes? Yes. <laughs> if you get, if, if you guys get anything out of this, it's visit geekscape.net. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Addy Shankar, you can find him on Twitter. Is it the best place to find you? YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, Addy Shankar. Or Facebook, or, or Facebook. Something. Yeah. Just Google it. Honestly, I just respond to people. This is Will Sterling. Yeah. I'm Jonathan. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.